Well, the crowd is still pouring into Jerry Park. We can see back of the left field bleachers a long line of fans making their way to the ticket booth and then into the ballpark. A lot of them coming through the turnstiles right now and through the walkways, the ramps, leading to their seats. Uh, too early to make an estimate on the crowd, but a good crowd for a 405 afternoon game. The Expos were indeed happy at the fine turnout last night, over 19,000 fans for the first night game of the season at uh, Jerry Park. The Expos were delighted at the turnout, but the players themselves, I know manager Gene Mock, were not delighted at the outcome. Sure, they wanted to win last night's uh, ball game, but even more so because of the big crowd that turned out and was ready to cheer them on. That cheer that went up for John Bateman's home run to tie the score at one all in the seventh inning last night was really something to hear. So the Expos will try to salvage at least one game out of this three-game series as they go against the New York Mets this afternoon. Well, Bill Stallman has just about completed his uh, pregame warm-up pitches with battery mate John Bateman. The first man in the Mets order he'll face will be the shortstop, Bud Harrelson, to be followed by Rod Gaspar and Ken Boswell. And stepping up to the microphone with the play-by-play broadcast of the first part of this afternoon's game, Dave Van Horn. Thank you again, Russ. Bright sun, 58 degrees at game time. Bill Stoneman out on the mound. He worked against the Mets at Shea Stadium. And the Mets knocked him out after a third of an inning. So uh, Stoney's got a lot to look forward to in this game this afternoon in the way of getting back at these Mets for that very unkindly greeting they gave him in New York. Bud Harrelson steps in. He's hitting 236, a left-hand hitter. And we're set to get this one underway. The outfield is in and around to the left. Here's Stoney's windup, his pitch, taken for a strike, and the ball game is underway. 0-1 to Bud Harrelson. Then we'll have Rod Gaspar and Kenny Boswell. Set the defense for you here in a moment. Stoneman delivers a curve, is swung on and bounced foul behind first base. Strike two. Nothing in two to Harrelson. Mac Jones is in left. Don Bosch swung around toward left center. Rusty Staub in right field, around the infield. LaVoy at third. He's playing the edge of the grass. Maury Wills at short. Gary Sutherland at, at second base. Don Clendenin at first base, playing back, protecting the line. John Bateman, the catcher. Stoneman has the sign. Here's his windup in the pitch. High. Sails back to the screen. A ball and two strikes. That slipped away from Stoney. Harrelson's going to leave for New York right after today's game. He's got military duty coming up this weekend. He'll miss the uh, series in Chicago for the Mets. Check swing and a pitch is high. Or did he foul Tippett? He's asking, John Bateman is asking the first base umpire, Ken Burkhardt, for some help, and also the third base umpire, Lee Ware. And now the uh, plate umpire, Harry Wendelstadt, is checking with the base umpires. Bateman claimed there was a foul tip, that uh, Harrelson did not get that bat out of the way, and Gene Mock is out there talking with the plate umpire, Harry Wendelstadt, about that play, about the pitch. Dave, they just announced that uh, the Mets had a report from New York. Nothing wrong at all with Jerry Kuzman's shoulder. 
He's been declared fit and ready, and he'll rejoin the Mets when they go to Chicago to beat the Cubs tomorrow. Well, Mark and Wendelstadt had a very pleasant conversation. Nothing heated about it at all. And uh, that's now broken up. We're ready to go. The count is two and two on Harrelson. A little bit of a breeze from our right to our left. Stoneman's 2-2. Check swing and a strike call. Harrelson is called out on strikes. The batter will be Rod Gaspar, another left-hand hitter. Gaspar, switch hitter. Batting left. He's hitting 152. For the year, 214. He has had his success as a right-hand hitter, batting 304. Pitch is low for a ball. One out, nobody on. The game just underway here at Jerry Park. Fans still coming in. These uh, 405 games will bring a lot of fans in here in the early innings. Field is straight away and not deep for Gaspar. The pitch taken for a strike. One ball and one strike. On deck, Ken Boswell. Well, we've certainly been getting the pitching these last few games. Pitchers just giving up, well, what, two runs in the last three games we've played. trouble scoring runs. Here's a swing and a foul out of play behind the Expos dugout. One ball and two strikes to Rod Gaspar. Bill Stoneman is two and three on the year. He's worked a total of 34 innings, giving up eight earned runs, 21 hits. He has struck out 25, has a 2.12 ERA. And, of course, a no-hitter to his credit. A couple of shutouts. Here's a line drive right field, and it drops in front of Star for a single. A base hit for Gaspar. That'll bring Ken Boswell to the plate. Boswell is hitting 273, another left-hand hitter. For the month of April... Seven openings, total of eight games, but seven openings here at Jerry Park. Over 121,000 fans have turned out to see the Expos play. One out with one on the pitch is low and inside, ball one. The runner at first, Rod Gaspar. Gaspar got on in the ninth with a single last night, stole second, and scored the winning run of the game. It broke up a 1-1 ball game in the top of the ninth. Gaspar takes his lead. Stoneman with a long look over the shoulder at the runner. And the pitch. Curve is swung on and bounced foul behind first. Grabbed by Yogi Berra. Berra in the first base box. Eddie Yost in the third base box. Coaching for the Mets. Cleon Jones is in the on-deck circle. The Expos as a team are hitting 251. The Mets as a team, 237. 
one, the count on the batter, Boswell. Stoneman looks at the runner, the pitch, low and outside. For a moment, it got away from John Bateman, but the runner, Gaspar, holds it first. Two balls and a strike. Another one of those one-run games last night, two to one, the Mets won. The seventh one-run loss by the Expos in six of those games. The opposition scored the winning run in its last time at bat. Throw to first, diving back in. Head first is Gaspar. The count two and one to the batter, Boswell. It's 340 down both lines here at Jerry Park. 420 to straightaway center, and the power alleys go... 370. There goes the runner, the pitch, swing and a foul off to the right of the plate. Boswell a little upset with himself, and Gaspar will make the trip back to first. The count is even, two and two, with one out and one on. Oh, he had some terrific pitching performances around the league last night. Jim Maloney pitching a no-hitter. Houston. He strike out 13, I think, in that ball game. Harry Walker was upset about that one. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Swing and a ground ball to the right side. Subtle into Wills. One. Back to first. Double play. Four to six to three. No runs. One hit. No errors. Nobody left. The score, the New York Mets nothing and the Montreal Expos coming to bat. Like we were saying last night, the Expos infield certainly has that double play combination set down uh, to a T. That four to six to three combination, Sutherland to Will to Don Clendenin. Clendenin finishing up with a big stretch. And we've seen that quite a bit now in the last few ball games. So that infield is really coming around now. In action elsewhere in baseball, in the American League, a two-all tie between Cleveland and the Yankees at Yankee Stadium in the bottom of the eighth inning. Minnesota is leading Seattle three to one in the sixth inning. That game being played at Minnesota. Over in the National League, well, nothing to report as yet. The Dodgers are playing at Candlestick Park. Uh, Sutton going against Sadecki in an afternoon game. And that game will be getting underway in about 15 minutes' time. So we'll flash the scores to you as they come through to us. Other games, well, all the other action will be at night. St. Louis playing at Pittsburgh, San Diego at Atlanta, and Houston at Cincinnati. The Pirates, after they wind up this series with St. Louis, will come to Montreal tonight to open a series tomorrow night here at Jerry Park against our Expos. So the Pittsburgh Pirates, with fellows like Bob Clemente and uh, Willie Stargell and... Uh, one of the Aloos, one of the greatest of the Aloos, I guess the greatest of the Aloos, Matty Alou, will be coming to town for this weekend series against the Expos. Make sure you take in at least one of these ball games, and I'm sure you'll enjoy yourself. Pirates, off to a fine start in the National League. They'll be visiting the Expos this weekend. Well, for the Expos, the leadoff man, Don Bosch, is about to step in. Bosch leading off this afternoon. Don Bosch, a switch hitter, batting 179. He's 147 as a left-hand hitter. Don stepping in, former New York Met. 
And batting number one for the Expos here this afternoon. Then Wills and Stop. No score. First inning. Don Cardwell, right-hander out on the mound looking for his first victory of the year. This is the first time he's faced the Expos. As the sign from Jerry Grody, the wind-up in Cardwell's first pitch is taken low by Bosch, ball one. John Cardwell lost a complete game to St. Louis, one to nothing on the 12th of April. He lost to the Pirates, four nothing, April 17th. And in his last start, he defeated the Cubs, nine three. A punt left side, picked up by the third baseman Collins. The throw to first is in time. Bosch retired. As a matter of fact, Cardwell has worked 19 and one-third innings this year, and the Mets have not scored a run for him. Here's Maury Wills. Cardwell with a wind-up in the pitch, taken outside, ball one. Wills batting 163, 169 batting left, which he's doing this afternoon against this right-hander. Outfield in and around to the left for Wills. The pitch swung on, ground ball to the left side, up with it, the shortstop Harrelson, throw to Crane Bull at first, and Wills is retired. Two up and two down, and the batter will be Rusty Stott. In the Met outfield, Cleon Jones in left, Rod Gaspar in center, Ron Swoboda in right. Kevin Collins is at third base. Bud Harrelson at short, Kenny Boswell at second, Ed Cranepool at first. The catcher is Jerry Grody. For Stott, they're straight away. Fairly deep. Big left-hand hitter. Cardwell deals a change of pace way outside. Ball one. Staub is hitting 306. Against the Mets, the Expos are batting 241. Pitch low and outside. Ball two to Rusty. Bob Bailey, who we talked to on the pregame show and played in that first series, that pregame series at Chase Stadium to open the season, one of the leading hitters of the Expos against the Mets. In that series, Bob hit 385. Don Clendenin in two games is hitting 375 against the Mets. Staub is batting 278 against New York pitching. The next pitch is in for a strike. Two balls and one strike to Rusty. Here comes Cardwell's offering. It's down low for ball three. Three and one. There's no score here with the Expos batting in the first. The last of a three-game series. The Mets have taken the first two by scores of 2-0 and 2-1. Pitch for a strike called. Three and two, full count to Rusty with two outs and nobody on. The 
the Mets go on to Chicago from here. And, of course, our Expos will be hosting the Pirates here this weekend. The 3-2 pitch to Staub is low and inside, ball four. So Staub becomes the first Expo base runner this afternoon, drawing a walk from Dime Cardwell. And the batter, Mac Jones. Mac is hitting 347. And against the Mets, he's hitting 294. Dave, if there's any interest to anyone, that was the 17th walk drawn by Rusty Stop so far this year. Cardwell delivers low, ball one. A hard man to pitch to. Pitchers are very cautious with Rusty because he's such an excellent hitter. He can hit to both fields. He's got a great eye at the plate. He knows what he wants. And they don't want to give Staub anything good. He can really lash out those doubles and extra basers. Here's the pitch. Swung on. Hard hit ball to the left side. Harrelson deep in the hole has it. Throw to second. They get Staub. Mac Jones hits into a fielder's choice. And Rusty is Retired at second base, Harrelson to Boswell, and that's all for the Expos here in the first. No runs, no hits, no errors, and one man left on base, and the score at the end of one here at Jerry Park. The Expos nothing, and the Mets nothing. Well, fans, as we've often said on these baseball broadcasts, this is certainly a big year for baseball expansion, and of course expansion into Canada. The first ever franchise from outside the United States is located right here at Jerry Park in Montreal. And because it's the first year, you won't want to miss uh, getting in on this excellent yearbook that the Expos have turned out. A beautiful yearbook, one of the best we've seen, and we've visited uh, almost all of the National League cities right now, and this Expo yearbook is really something to behold. The centerfold page is a beautiful color picture of the Montreal Expos taken down at West Palm Beach in Florida. This color picture is suitable for framing. Inside the brochure, the yearbook, all kinds of information on all your favorite Expo ball players. Now, the yearbook costs $1.25. A buck and a quarter will handle the cost of mailing, postage, and everything else. So send $1.25 to yearbook, Jerry Park, Montreal. Very simple address to remember. Yearbook, Jerry Park, Montreal, a buck and a quarter. It'll be a dollar and a quarter well spent. You won't regret it. All right, we go to the top of the second. And for the New York Mets, it'll be Cleon Jones, Ed Crane Bull, and Ron Swoboda. Got a note here from Dave Grody of the National League. I was going to tell you about so that uh, it's a nice piece of information to have when you're at the ball game. We'll watch uh, Cleon Jones, though, first of all. Batting 4-10. He's been leading the league. Takes the first pitch low and away for a ball. Right now, he's third in the league. Tito Francona of Atlanta batting 444 leads the league. He's played in only 11 games, however. Manny Sanguin of Pittsburgh getting 423 in 10 games. And then Jones in 20 games batting 410. Just ahead of Hank Aaron, Matty Alou, and Coco Leboy. Another pitch misses. Ball two. Two and 
nothing to Cleon Jones. The left fielder of the New York Mets, right-hand hitter. Bill Stoneman, the right-hander, with a wind-up in the pitch. Four strike across the letters on the inside corner, two and one. We've been given signals now, Russ, on a couple of rules here. The 22nd violation, when that's called on a pitcher, in other words, when there is not a runner on base, a pitcher must deliver his pitches within 20 seconds spacing. If he doesn't, a ball will be called. A swing and a miss. Strike two. Two balls, two strikes to Jones. They hadn't had a signal for that, and a lot of times... uh, we would have to wait for an announcement to know that the 22nd violation was made. Well, now, the umpire will clasp his left hand over his right wrist, hold both arms over his head, and that's the signal for a violation of the 22nd rule. Here's the 2-2 pitch from Stoneman. Cut on line drive right up the middle over Stoneman's head, a base hit. Cleon Jones with hit number two for the Mets. And with Ed Cranepole coming to the plate here, Cleon Jones will be the runner. Nobody out. No score in the game here in the top of the second. Cranepole is a left-hand hitter. He's batting 310. Hit a couple of home runs here the first day to give the Mets their 2-0 victory. They've also come up with a signal when uh, there's been a violation of a pitcher going to the mouth. And uh, the umpire will step to the left side of the plate and raise his left hand over his head. Here's a bouncing ball, gets past Stolman out into center field, a base hit, digging for third as Bosch comes up with the ball as Jones, the throw is cut off, and Jones slides in safely at third as Wills made the cutoff to check Cranepool at first base. So a couple of quick singles here give the Mets runners at first and third. The batter will be Ron Swoboda, and Stoney's got his first jam to try to pitch out of here. I had better suggestions, actually, for those signals, for that timing thing. Perhaps if he swung his, uh, his watch, pendulum style, and for uh, the funny stuff on the ball, perhaps throw a spittoon out in the infield. I think the fans would get the idea there, and the fellows up in the press box get the message. It might be rather obvious, wouldn't it? Anyway, the umpire will just raise his left hand over his head, and that's a violation of the going to the mouth rule, as they refer to it. <laughs> Here's a pitch low and outside, blocked down in the dirt by Bateman. Runners hold. Ball one to the batter, Ron Swoboda, right hand hitter. Well, after going through all this explanation, I don't know whether it was worth it or not, but I hope not. <laughs> I hope so. Anyway, we thank Dave Grody for sending us the word. And I am glad they came up with a signal. The stretch and the pitch. On the letters for a strike. One ball and one strike to Ron Swoboda. Swoboda batting 320. Has one home run this year, nine RBIs. A ball and a strike. Nobody out. Runners at first and third. The pitch, fastball, swing, and a miss. Strike two. Stoney fired right across the inside corner about knee high. Tough pitch to hit. Swoboda missed everything. A ball and two strikes. Cleon Jones, the runner at third, Ed Cranepool at first. 
Stoneman looking down to Bateman for the sign. He's got it. He holds at the waist while he looks at the runners. Here's the pitch. On the outside corner for strike three called, and Swoboda knew it. He took a third strike called here. Second strikeout for Bill Stoneman, and there's one away in the infield. Well, that's a big out for uh, Bill Stoneman because now the uh, infield can go to double play depth uh, if he can keep that ball low and uh, get this next batter, uh, Kev Collins, to hit on the ground. All right, Collins is a left-hand hitter. Batting 188. Expos turn to double play in the first inning. That's what Stoney needs now to get out of this one. Check swing and the pitch is low and inside for a ball. Let's take 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Expos Baseball Radio Network. At 103.1 on your FM dial, this is WHRL in Albany, New York. It's 429. The next pitch, take it inside. By Collins, ball two. Two balls and no strikes. At first base, the runner at Greenpool. At third base, Cleon Jones. One out. There's no score in the game. We're in the top of the second here at Jerry Park, and this is Dave Van Horn along with Russ Taylor. Glad to have you with us for this afternoon's game. Stoneman ready. Bill kicks and deals. It's outside. Ball three. Three and nothing to Collins. On deck, Jerry Grody, the catcher. The outfield pretty much straight away for Collins. And they're not too deep with these runners on. Jones takes his lead off third. Crane pull off first. The pitch, a strike called. Three and one. Collins taking all the way. Stoneman has given up three hits, two in this inning. The 3-1 pitch. Check swing is low. Runner, Cranepole, moves down to second base and taking over as the runner at first is Kevin Collins on the walk. So the bases are loaded with one out and the batter, right-hander Jerry Grody. Grody is hitting 235. Jones at third, Crane pull at second, Collins at first, one away. Bill Stoneman having to deal with Grody now. He's ready from the windup. The curve is a little high. Ball one. The Mets have gotten a run in the early innings of their last two games here at Jerry Park. Stoneman will try to check that. Here's the 1-0. Check swing is fouled into the stands out of play to the right. A ball and a strike. Infield at double play depth. Clendenin 
gives away the line on the right side. He's in on the edge of the grass and over. Here's a pitch. Just missed the outside corner. And Stoneman was a little bit upset with a call by the plate umpire, Harry Wendelstadt. The count goes two and one. Brody digging in at the plate. Stoney on the spot here in the second. Here's the pitch. Taken high. Ball three. Three and one to Jerry Grody. So now Bill is behind the eight ball. Three and one the count on Grody. The base is loaded with one out. Bateman flashes the sign. Stoneman winds up the pitch. High ball four. And the run will come home. So Stoneman issues a couple of walks here. Grody picks up an RBI. And the Mets take a one-to-nothing lead as Cleon Jones scores from third base. He had singled to leave the inning off. Still only one away. Base is still loaded. John Cardwell. Crane pull at third, Collins at second, Grody at first, the runners, and the batter is the pitcher, Don Cardwell, and Gene Mock is out to the mound. But he didn't stay long. He, that conference broke up quickly, and Bill Stoneman stays in this ball game. Or is this Stoneman's first start at Jerry Park? This is his first start at Jerry Park. Yep. The stretch by Bill. Here's his pitch. Low and outside. Ball one. Roy Face is warming up for the Expos now in the bullpen, which would be kind of early to bring him in. He's usually a late relief fan, but he's warming up anyway. If he comes in, it'd probably be to stop a big inning. Pitch taken for a strike. One ball and one strike on the batter, Don Cardwell, a right-hand hitter. I would guess, anyway, that that's what Gene Mock would have in mind, that if Bill can't pitch out of this, with one out here in the second, he'd get base in to put out the fire and then heat up a long reliever. Here's a foul back under the press box, and the count is one and two to Cardwell. As far as his plate appearances are concerned this season, he's 0 for 6. That for Grody, by the way, was his ninth RBI. Got it the cheap way with a walk. Here's the 1-2 to Cardwell. Sails over his head as Cardwell ducked out of there. Two balls and two strikes. On deck is Bud Harrelson. Cardwell waiting now while Stoneman gets ready on the mound. Mets lead 1-0. One out here in the second. The pitch is a curve for a strike. So Cardwell is called out on strikes. Two away. Third strikeout for Bill Stoneman. And the batter will be Bud Harrelson. Harrelson was called out on strikes in the first. He's a left-hand hitter. Now, 
of the day, batting 236. Bases loaded, two outs. The windup and the pitch. Swing and a foul. Back to the left, out of play. 0-1. Brody is the runner at first base. At second, Kevin Collins. And at third base, the runner is at Cranepool. The outfield in and around to the left for Harrelson. The 0-1 pitch is high, ball one. A ball and a strike. Elroy Face continuing to warm up in the Expos bullpen. Here's Stolman's pitch. It's a curve and it's outside for ball two. Two and one. Bill Stoneman is a tough competitor and he has been successful on several occasions this year pitching himself out of jams here's the 2-1 swung on and missed strike two Stoneman jammed him with a fastball high inside two balls two strikes two outs bases loaded the runners lead the lineup and the pitch swing and a foul off to the left side it was off the mask of John Bateman two and two the wind has picked up considerably blowing from our right to our left Here's the windup and the pitch swung on and the one hopper wills it short, goes to second for the out, and that's the inning. Harrelson hits into a fielder's choice as Wills came up with a ball, flipped to Sutherland. They get Brody at second base. So a lot could have happened. The Mets could have turned that into a big inning, but Bill Stoneman got real tough after those couple of walks. A run on two hits. No errors. And there were three left. The score at the end of an inning and a half here at Jerry Park is the Mets one and the Expos nothing. We've got a special invitation to all our listeners in the northeast of the United States and up in the Ottawa Valley. The invitation goes like this. It comes from the group sales department of the Montreal Expos Baseball Club. Form a group and we'll look after all the details for your visit to Montreal to see the Expos in action. All through the United States and uh, through other parts of Canada, a lot of people will want to come to Montreal this year to see the stars of the National League in action here at Jerry Park against the Montreal Expos. The Willie McCoveys and Willie Mays and the Bob Gibsons and the Johnny Benches and the Pete Roses and so many of the top stars in the National League will be coming here to Jerry Park this year. So all of you folks down in the northeastern United States, check the uh, National League schedule, and you can obtain a schedule actually from the Expos. Check the National League schedule and pick the dates you want to visit Montreal. Form a group and come up and see National League baseball here at Jerry Park. Call the group sales department at the Montreal Expos the telephone number in Montreal, 875-2300. The area code is 514. Well, we move into the 
bottom half of the second inning here at Jerry Park. The Mets with a one-to-nothing lead as Bill Stallman walked in the only run of the game so far with the bases loaded in the top half of the second inning. The first man to face Don Cardwell in the bottom of the second will be first baseman Don Clendenin. Don Clendenin, a right-hand hitter, batting 282. Let the first one go low, ball one. Cardwell walked one man in the first inning but had no trouble. He walked Rusty Stop. One to nothing Mets. The right-hander delivers a fastball and a swing and a foul rolls off to the left side of the plate. One ball and one strike. Don Clendenin hit one home run this year, a couple of doubles. Has four Clendenin swings and misses a fastball. A ball and two strikes. Coco LaVoy is on deck and then Gary Sutherland. Center fielder Gaspar around toward right center. Cardwell took a little too much time and Clendenin stepped out. Got a little tired of waiting. Sedan just got out of there. Don is back in. Here's the pitch. Swung on and a line drive left field. Going back, Jones. Going back. He can't get it. There she goes. A home run for Don Clendenin. And it's a 1-1 ball game. Home run number two. RBI number five. As Clendenin hit a 1-2 pitch out of the ballpark. The first hit of Cardwell. 68-foot sign, about 10 rows up in the bleachers. A line drive home run. Coco LaVoy will be the batter. He swings on the first pitch, a bouncing ball, and it hits his third baseman Collins as he went to his left for it, and LaVoy is going to be safe at first base. The ball bounded off the glove and then apparently off the side of the head of Kevin Collins. He's holding his head and uh, went down on his knees when that ball hit him, shook him up for just a moment, rolled over deep in the hole behind the shortstop, Harrelson, and LaVoy is on with a hit. That'll bring Gary Subble into the plate. Hit number two off Cardwell. So the Expos come roaring back here in the bottom of the second to tie it up one-to-one on Don Clendenin's home run. Cardwell delivers to Sutherland. He let it go high and inside. Ball one. Sutherland looking to bunt with LaVoy on at first. New York has a two-game lead on the Expos. With those two victories, they've vaulted into third place in the division. Our Expos are a game and a half behind St. Louis and Philadelphia. Chicago has a two-game lead on Pittsburgh to lead the division. Here's the pitch. Swung on. Ground ball to the right side. LaVoy's already at second. No double play. The throw goes from the second baseman, Boswell, the first baseman, Trainpole, Sutherland. Gary would have liked to have hit that ball farther to the right side of the infield, but he hit it just to the right of the mound. But LaVoy had such a good start on that hit and run that there was no chance to get two. And any way you look at it, Sutherland has moved the runner to second base. One away. 
batter, John Bateman, hit a home run here last night. Cardwell to the stretch. A look at the boy. Pitch to Bateman. Hit well center field. Going back is Gaspar. He gets under it and makes the catch. The boy's going to tag up and try for third. Here comes the throw. It is in time. Oh, brother. We're going to have a little argument on that. And Peanuts Lowry is not going to let Lee Ware get off easy. LaVoy called out at third base. And you can hear what the fans have to say about that as Coco apparently made a good slide in under that throw, but Ware made the call and he's out. So Bateman is out on the fly ball to center and LaVoy in trying to advance from second to third is out. Eight to five. Gaspar to Collins. One run on two hits. No errors and nobody left. The score at the end of two innings of play. Montreal one. New York one. All right, we've got um, some scores coming in now in National League activity. Only one game in the National League this afternoon. No score between the Dodgers and San Francisco in the bottom half of the third inning at Candlestick Park in uh, San Francisco. Don Sutton is on the hill for the Dodgers. Sadecki pitching for the Giants. No score, bottom half of the third inning. All other action in the National League will be at night. A final score... Cleveland won a ball game. They defeated the Yankees 6-2 at Yankee Stadium in New York. For the Indians, six runs and four hits in one error. For the Yankees, two runs and seven hits in two errors. Paul the winner, Hamilton the loser. Chicago is playing at Kansas City at Twinighter. Oakland will be at California. Boston at Washington. One other day game to report on. Uh, the latest score we had, 3-1. Minnesota Twins over Seattle in the sixth inning. I believe there'll be something further in that one coming in in a few minutes from now. That's right, as the man just hands me about 25 yards of ticker tape to start reading off. Well, we'll get to the ticker tape a little later on. But first of all, let's get to the next man up, or the first man up for the New York Mets in the top of the third, Rod Gaspar. Gaspar is one for one. Single to right in the first. Then we'll have Kenny Boswell and Cleon Jones for the Mets here in the top of the third. A 1-1 ball game. Gaspar really opens his stance up to that pitcher. Left-hand hitter, and he has that right foot just about pointing at first base. Takes the first pitch from Bill Stoneman, a strike call. 0-1. Has the sign. Here's the windup and the pitch. Swung on and popped up. Third base side. LaBoy comes back but gives up on it as it drifts back into the box seats behind the dugout. Nothing in two. Looking ahead to the Pittsburgh series. Tomorrow night, 8.05. Doc Ellis for the Pirates and Carl Morton will be pitching for the Expos. Saturday afternoon, it'll be Bob Moose for Pittsburgh, Larry Jaster for Montreal. And Sunday, 135 game, Jim Bunning for the Pirates, Mudcat Grant of the Expos. High and inside, a ball, two strikes. (laughs) 
Gaspar at the plate. Stoneman's pitch. Cut on, foul back to the left again. One and two. The outfield is not deep for Gaspar, and they're straight away. The right side of the infield back, LaBoy, just a step off the infield grass at third. Wills over towards second base from his shortstop position. Stoneman took a little time, and Gaspar steps out. Talking about that 22nd violation, it was called on Bill Stoneman in, in uh, St. Louis. Here's the curveball for a strike. Gaspar knew it. He just turned and walked away. Fourth strikeout for Bill Stoneman. And he's pulled some batters here because they've all been on called strikes. One out, nobody on, and the batter, Ken Boswell, the second baseman. He hit into a double play in the first inning, 4-6-3. The pitch, swing and a foul, back to the left. That went into the press box, down to our left. The pitch, low and inside, ball one. A ball and a strike. They scattered like a flock of chickens, and that thing shot right back. Let it bounce first before picking it up in the press box. Well, you know how those writers are, Russ. They're not like us broadcasters. You know, we'll try to make the catch for those writers. They'll take it on the rebound. Here's the 1-1. Swing and a bouncer. Back to Stoneman. Nice grab by Bill. Flips to Clendenin at first, and Boswell is out of there. Two away. Leon Jones, the batter. We got a base hit to center in the second to start the inning off. Went to third. On Crane pulls single to right and scored when Jerry Grody walked with the bases loaded. That accounts for the Mets run in this game. A 1-1 ball game. Top of the third. Two outs. Leon Jones standing in there. Stoneman's wind up and pitch. Swung on. This one hit deep center field. Bosch giving chase going back. Still back. He's at the fence and can't get it. It's out of here. In the lower left-hand corner of the left field bleachers. Just clear the wall about 415, 16 feet. And that puts the Mets back out in front. Two to one. The second home run of the afternoon. So Cleon Jones is two for two. The fourth hit off Bill Stoneman, and that breaks a 1-1 ball game for the moment. Two to one Mets. The batter, Ed Cranepool, left-hand hitter. One for one. On the letters, hit the inside corner. Strike called. 0 and 1. Two outs, with nobody on. The wind-up and pitch, check swing. It's low and inside. A ball and a strike. Stoneman ready. The 1-1 pitch, ground ball to the right side. Sutherland takes care of it, throws to Clendenin. And the Mets are through in the third. One run on 
one hit, a home run to the deep corner of left center by Cleon Jones. No errors in the field, nobody left on base at the end of two and a half. Two to one, the Mets lead the Expos. Fans, remember the days of the long lineups to get to the ticket windows to go to a ball game? Remember the days of the switchboard being jammed with calls and you can't get through with your reservation requests? Well, no more of that with the TRS computer setup. TRS electronically selects the best available seats in Jerry Park and the computer prints your actual reserve tickets right on the spot. No more waiting in long lines at the ballpark office. No more waiting on those telephone calls. No more having to settle for less than the best seats available. And the TRS computer service is available in many areas, 11 states as a matter of fact, in the United States. So you folks down northeast of the United States, check with the computer service nearest you. If you'd like to find out, just call the Expos in Montreal at 875-2300. The area code is 514. They'll let you know where the TRS computer nearest you is located. So see the Expos in action without waiting in line. Buy your tickets via TRS computers. Hi, Bill Stoneman. Be the batter. And we'll have Don Bosch and Maury Wills. Stoney's up for the first time. Stoneman at the plate is batting 071. He's one for 14 this season. Swings and foul tips the first one. It bounces back to the screen. Russ, you ought to be able to answer that question that's on the message board in right center. Who hit the first home run of the Expos of 1969? That's right. But let's let the fans just guess for a while. I was doing the play-by-play at uh, Shea Stadium. The 0-1 pitch hit the outside corner, and the count is 0-2. Give them the answer in the next inning. On Bill Stoneman. The first Expos home run. Stoneman stepped out for a minute. I wonder if our listeners just heard John Paul Soro give the answer. Swing and a miss, strike three. JP didn't give his audience on the French Network a chance to even think about that when he just came right out and gave him the answer. One away. Strikeout number one for Don Cardwell. Don Bosch is 0 for 1 was out trying to punt in the first inning. Here's the pitch. Taken for a strike. Bosch batting left hand. JP, you didn't even let him think about that. You gave him the answer right away. <laughs> Here's the 0-1 pitch to Bosch. Swung on, hard hit ball, left center, going back, Gaspar gets under it, he's got it. Bosch tagged the ball well. Two away. The batter, Maury Wills, granted out to short in the first. Batting left against Cardwell. Cardwell's allowed two hits, both in the second. A home run to Clendenin, a base hit to LeBoy. Off the glove of Kevin Collins, the third baseman. Two outs, nobody on. For Wills, a strike called on Maury. Wills batting 163. 2-1. The Mets lead the Expos. We're in the bottom of the third. The pitch. Missed the outside corner. 
Ball and a strike. the pitch. Cut on and foul back to the left side. Strike two. One ball and two strikes. Maury waiting now for the one-two as Cardwell does a little uniform adjustment and he's ready. The one-two pitch. Swing and a foul in the air to the left side, back into the stands, up top. The count remains, one ball and two strikes. Another tight ball game here today. There's a one-two, almost got away from Grody, high and outside. And the count evens at two balls and two strikes. Well, the Pittsburgh Pirates have got an exciting ball club. You'll want to see them there in second place in this Eastern Division of the National League. They'll be here this weekend, coming in tomorrow night for the 8.05 game, and then Saturday afternoon at 2.15. Here's a ground ball to the left side of the infield. Harrelson up with it, fires to first to get Wills by a step. Cardwell puts the side down, one, two, three, with nothing across here in the bottom of the third for the Expos, and as we go to the fourth inning at Jerry Park, it's... New York 2, Montreal 1. Well, just recapping the action, the New York Mets scored first in the second inning. Cleon Jones led off with a single, went all the way around the third on a single by Ed Cranepool, and then scored when Jerry Grody walked with the bases loaded. The Expos tied it up at one all on a home run by Don Clendenin over the left field fence into the left field bleachers in the second inning. Then the uh, Mets took a 2-1 to lead when Cleon Jones hit a tremendous home run to the deep part of the left center field fence right at the corner of the left field bleachers, not far from center, and as Dave said, probably traveled about 415 feet. Jones really smashed that one, and that's how it stands right now, a 2-1 to lead for the New York Mets over the Montreal Expos, but of course this game is far from over. We're moving into the top half of the fourth inning, and the first man up for the Mets will be right fielder Ron Swoboda. Swoboda was one of the uh, four strikeout victims of Bill Stoneman in this ballgame so far. The Mets have managed four hits. The Expos have picked up only two. Line score now at the end of three for New York, two runs, four hits, no errors. For the Expos, one run, two hits, and no errors. The Mets do, the Expos one, and coming in here to tell you all about it, Russ Taylor. Russ? Thanks very much, Dave. Well, Ron Swoboda stepped in. Swoboda called out on strikes in his only appearance in the game so far in the second inning. Here he is in the top half of the fourth inning, and Stoneman delivers. Swoboda checks his swing in a low outside pitch for ball one. Count on Ron Swoboda. First man up for the Mets, top half of the fourth inning. Next pitch in there for call strike, strike one. One and one the count. Ron Swoboda. The answer to that question who hit the first Expo home run? Dangerous Dan McGinn. One on and miss. Four strike two. McGinn, working in relief that opening day, hit it over the right field fence at Shea Stadium in New York. 
Who'd you hit it off of? Tom Seaver. What inning? In the fourth inning. How many outs? <laughs> Blowing away. One. One out? <laughs> LaVoy had grounded out short to first. Who else hit home runs in that game? You were sneaking a look at your scorecard. I was. <laughs> two and two the count. The pitch to Swoboda. On the first bounce to Wills at short. Maury over to first for the out. Let's pause ten seconds for station identification. This is your Expos Baseball Radio Network. At 103.1 on your FM dial, this is WHRL in Albany, New York. It's five o'clock. Then the message board had another quiz. Who was the first winning pitcher opening day? Who was the winning pitcher for the Expos opening day? Think about that one. Stormman is all set. The pitch is inside for ball one, and Kev Collins, the third baseman. Collins threw a base on balls in the second inning. Jerry Grody in the on-deck circle. One away, top half of the fourth inning. Two to one, Mets over the Expos. Strike called. The count is one and one with one away. Good afternoon crowd here at Jerry Park. Uh, estimate probably around 7,000. Could be more and, of course, could be less. Next pitch is fouled down the first baseline and Yogi Berra feels it. And uh, gets a cheer from his old fans uh, back of first base. I guess a lot of them who remember Yogi with the Newark Bears in 1946 when he visited Montreal. And, of course, perhaps most of them remember Berra as one of the great clutch hitters of baseball while with the New York Yankees. One and two the count on Kev Collins. Stallman delivers. Change of speed on that one inside. Misses for ball two. Two and two the count. Two balls and two strikes. One away. Top of the fourth inning. As the Expos try to win this final game of the three-game series. It's high and outside for ball three. Full count now. Called by plate umpire Harry Wendelstedt. Ken Burkhart, the ump at first. Ed Sudol at second and Lee Ware at third base. Stallman looks down at Bateman for a sign. LaBoy moves in a bit at third. The three and two pitch. Swung on the ground down to Clendenin. Up with it, one glove on it. And tags the bag for the out. Collins goes out to Don Clendenin unassisted. That brings up Jerry Grody. He knocked in the first run. Uh, we, wouldn't, we really shouldn't say knocked it in. He forced it in, walked with the bases loaded in the top half of the second inning, but he gets a run batted in just the same. Right-hand batter, Grody, starting for the first time in this series. J.C. Martin had uh, caught for the Mets in their first two ball games. Grody swings at the first pitch foul, back of the third base dugout of the X-Balls into the seats. won the count with two away. Stallman uh, working hard and throwing a lot more pitches than in his last ball game and certainly than in that previous one in Philadelphia. The pitch is low and away. For ball one. One and one the count on Jerry Grody. Cal McClish says a pitcher can go as high as 120 pitches, and then he's just not effective. Although some pitchers, of course, have won ball games, throwing a lot more pitches. Ball strike two. 
One and two. McClish extremely pleased with the performance of Mike Wagner last night. Well, he should be, as Wagner gave up only five hits. One out and miss. Strike three. Grody becomes strikeout victim number five for Bill Stoneman. So the Mets go down in order. No runs, no hits, no exploiters, and nobody left on. Going into the bottom half of the fourth inning, the Mets lead this ball game two to one. Take an opportunity here to mention this weekend series again because after these three days for the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Expos will be off on Monday, will be in Atlanta on Tuesday and Wednesday, an off day on Thursday, and not back here to Jerry Park until next Friday night for an 8.05 game to open a series with the Cincinnati Reds. So we hope that you'll be here this weekend. Friday night, 8.05, Doc Ellis for the Pirates. Carl Morton will be pitching tomorrow night for the Expos. Saturday afternoon, the game starts at 2.15. It'll be Larry Jaster on the mound for Montreal, Bob Moose for Pittsburgh. And Sunday afternoon, to wind up the series, a 1.35 game featuring Jim Bunning of the Pittsburgh Pirates against Jim Grant of the Expos. So we hope you'll be with us here at Jerry Park this weekend. We'll be looking forward to seeing a lot of people from the northeastern United States up here. Doc Ellis was the losing pitcher. The Expos beat him the last time they met him. Larry Jaster got the win. That was the breakaway game in Pittsburgh, the final game of the series last Sunday afternoon. Jaster going the distance. Well, Rusty stops, uh, steps in. Rusty hasn't had an official appearance at the plate. He walked in the first inning. Cardwell is all set on the hill. Delivers. Rusty takes inside for ball one. I think we're also going to find this weekend, Russ, we'll have some Toronto people up here. Of course, uh, folks have been coming in real good from the Ottawa Valley and other areas surrounding uh, Montreal and close by. But Strike call. Rusty faked a bunt. We'll find a lot uh, on the weekends. People have the opportunity to come up and spend the weekend in Montreal. And what a better way to spend the weekend than take in Expos baseball. Well, the folks up in Ottawa, it's a beautiful drive down from Bytown. And, of course, uh, from the border, Plattsburgh being only 65 miles away. On the ground, right to Cardwell on the one-on-one pitch. Cardwell over to Queen Pool at first for the out. Stop is out of there. Mac Mac Joe steps in. Mac hit into a fielder's choice in the first. Uh, Rusty stopped it on with a walk, and Mac forced him out in second, going uh, Harrelson to Boswell. So here he is in the bottom half of the fourth inning. Big Mac Jones. Cardwell delivers. Oh, Mac got a hold of that one. There's a hard one. It's going. It's gone. Goodbye. Home run for Mac Jones. Over the right center field wall. And the Expos have tied it up with their second home run of the afternoon. How about that one? The crowd giving Big Mac a standing ovation. Wait till he returns to left field. His folks out there will give him another standing ovation, you may be sure. Dave, there was no question about that one. None whatsoever. Gaspar, the young rookie, gave chase to that one, but Swoboda just uh, took some time off and watched it go. 
Clendeninoff takes the first pitch outside. Well, we've seen three home runs in this ballgame so far. Only four runs. The pitch to Clendenin on the ground, down to Collins. He bobbles, can't find it, and Clendenin is on first base. A line shot to Kev Collins. He fumbled the ball and lost it, turned around and couldn't find the ball. And by that time, Don Clendenin was on first base. So, charge it as an error to third baseman Kev Collins. And it's not too often when Collins muffs the ground ball, but that was a hard-hit shot by Don Clendenin. Coco LaVoy's at the plate. Coco had a single in the second. Out into left field. Clendenin with a leadoff first base. One away. This ball game all tied up two all and Jones home run. Oh, that was a foul ball and lucky for the Mets and Mr. Cardwell because Coco came right around on that on that inside pitch and pulled it right out of the park but Miles foul wasn't any question about it being fair or foul the boy really pulls that ball uh, how many times have we hit him, seen him hit either line drives or smash ground balls to that third baseman heart the boy on the ground foul again pulling it down the third baseline past Peanuts Lowry Oh, and two as Cardwell moves out in front of his man, Coco LaVoy. Don Clendenin, in the runner on first base. Hey, Russ, that first day in New York, the Expos hit three home runs. Who hit the last one? Coco LaVoy. The fellow at the plate right now. The 0-2 pitch. Out into short left field. Uh, coming in for it is... Uh, Jones, and Jones takes it for the out. Well, Dave, both Joneses have home runs this afternoon. Cleon and uh, Mank. Uh, you've heard about the Jones boys, haven't you? <laughs> well, it's up to John Bateman to keep up with the Joneses. John hit a home run in last night's ball game, And he'll be coming up shortly if Gary Sullivan gets on. There are two outs. Sullivan's the batter. Right-hand batter, throw to first, and Clendenin's back in loads of time. Sullivan grounded out second to first in his only appearance. That was in the second inning. The pitch, there goes the runner, Clendenin, the throw to the bag, he's out. As uh, Jerry Grawley, one of the fine arms in the National League, fired it down to shortstop Bud Harrelson for the out. So if Clendenin is out of there, two to six. Sullivan will have to wait until the fifth inning. For the Expos, in the fourth inning, one run and one hit, home run by Mac Jones, one mid-air, nobody left on base. After four complete, a two-all tie between the Mets and the Expos. Well, fans, the Expos yearbook, as you know, is ready, available for mailing. They're going fast. Want you to order your copy now. Send one to your family and to your friends. The Expos yearbooks are a great gift idea for an Expos fan. The 68-page book in color loaded with sketches of Expos players, the manager, and coaching staff. Complete information on all departments and phases of the Montreal Expos operation. Pictures of your favorite Expos, action shots from baseball games, pictures of the team, the trainer, the equipment manager. An inside look at the Expos in the beautiful 1969 yearbook. 
There's also ticket ordering information and a detailed seating diagram of Jerry Park included for easy reference all season long. For your copy by mail, send a dollar and twenty-five cents for the cost of the book, postage and handling to your book, Jerry Park, Montreal. Order your copy today. Be in the know with your very own copy of the Expo's yearbook. I don't know if you can hear the crowd in the background, but as Mac Jones uh, returned to his spot out in left field, they gave him a tremendous cheer, and of course, Mac well deserved it. All his supporters out there in left field, they really like the big fellow, because he can swing the big stick, as he did in the bottom half of the fourth inning, for that home run to tie the score at two off. Don Cardwell, the pitcher, steps in. Cardwell looked at a third strike in the second inning. Bill Stallman on the hills for the Expos. Stallman has given up four hits. First pitch is in there for call strike one. On one the count. On Don Cardwell. That's right-handed. Takes the next pitch for call strike two. Expos and the Pirates. Open a three-game series here at Jerry Park tomorrow night at 8.05. Broadcast time on the Expo Baseball Radio Network, 7.45. Three straight pitches, and Don Cardwell is out of there. That's the sixth strikeout for Bill Stoneman in this afternoon's game. That brings up the top of the batting order. Harrelson will strike out victim number one, leading off for the Mets. In the top of the first, he was called out on strikes. Then he hit into a feeler's choice in the second inning. Left-hand batter, Bud Harrelson, attempts a bunt, but doesn't really attempt it, just fake the bunt on that inside pitch ball one. Coca Boy playing in close on the infield grass at third. Outfield playing Harrelson, almost little league depth. He fouls the next pitch uh, back of third base. So I guess they have the book on Bud Harrelson. And he doesn't hit for the distance. Jones in short left field. Bosch has moved over to left center, short left center field. Staub in short right field. They'll have to do a lot of running if Harrelson ever crosses them up and tags the ball. Faked another bunch high and outside for ball two. Two and one the count on Bud Harrelson. Eddie Yost coaching for the Mets at third. Yogi Barrett first base. Rob Gaspar in the on-deck circle. High and outside to Harrelson for ball three. Stoney won't want to walk this fellow Harrelson, the light-hitting Bud Harrelson, so... Look for this next pitch to be right down the groove. Three and one's the count with one away. Stallman looked over to Rusty Staub in right field. Here's the three and one pitch. Swung on and missed for strike two. Stoney knew he had to come across with that one. And Harrelson knew it would be there. It would be there, and he went after it. Three and two the count. Full count now on Bud Harrelson. And 
Stoney will have to come in with another big pitch. Right down the middle. Here it is. Swung on a miss. Strike three. Seventh strikeout for Bill Stoneman in this ball game so far. Rod Gaspar steps in. Gaspar had a single in a right field in the first inning and was called out on strikes in the third. So here he is in the fifth inning. Gaspar got that big hit for the Mets last night in the ninth inning and stole second on Wagner and scored in the single. Accidentally fouls the first pitch to the left of the plate for strike one. Gaspar let off the ninth last night. The ball game was tied up. He singled a right, stole second, and scored on that single by Boswell. So here he is in the fifth inning. The count is 0-1 on Rod Gaspar, the Mets center fielder. Bats with his foot in the bucket. His right foot way out. Hard hit ball in the left center field. Going back for it is Jones. He's calling for it, and he's got it for the out. For the Mets in their half of the fifth inning, no runs, no hits, no exploiters. And, of course, nobody left on base. Going into the bottom half of the fifth inning, it's still a two-all tie. Let's check some of the other scores now. In the only other game underway this afternoon in the National League, Los Angeles is at San Francisco. And at Candlestick Park, Don Sutton pitching for the Dodgers, Ray Sudecki for San Francisco. Dodgers lead 3-0 after four and a half innings. Willie Davis hit a home run in the fifth for L.A. Tonight, we'll have St. Louis at Pittsburgh, San Diego at Atlanta, and Houston at Cincinnati, all under the lights. Over in the American League, two afternoon games are over. Cleveland beat New York 6-2. The winner, Paul, the loser, Hamilton. Six runs, four hits, and an error for Cleveland. For New York, two runs, seven hits, and two errors. And the Seattle-Minnesota game just ended with the Twins beating the Pilots 4-1. The winner, Boswell. The loser, Bell. 4-13-0 for Minnesota. For Seattle, one run, five hits, no errors. 4-1, Minnesota over Seattle. Gary Sutherland was left at the plate when uh, Don Clendenin was caught stealing in the fourth inning, so Sutherland's back to the plate now here in the bottom half of the fifth inning. The first pitch to Sutherland swung on. Dallas Collins, a nice stop by the third baseman. Long throw to first in time for the out. Now, Collins is a good glove man despite that error in the last inning. And he uh, backhanded that uh, shot by Gary Sutherland and made the long throw in time to nip the ex-close second baseman. John Bateman steps in. John hit a long one to center field in the second inning. His only appearance to the plate so far. Right-hand batter. Sign on the board. Welcome, Kiwanians from the USA. Nice to have you with us. A lot of Kiwanians in town today. Seeing loads of them downtown. Strike call. Bateman was going after it. Checked his swing. But that breaking pitch just nipped the outside corner. Nope. Yes, the board doesn't show it. Count should be one and one. They still show one and nothing, but it's one and one. Foul into the ground for strike two. One and two the count on John Bateman. 
John really got a hold of one last night. Getting it out into the left center field seat. About 15, 20 rows up. The ump is flashing the sign of the scoreboard. Telling him to switch it. Still doesn't get the message. The count is one and two. Cardwell is all set now. Here's the pitch to Bateman. Fouled into the dirt. Ball strike two. <laughs> Sense of humor, the guy up on the board, he spells out when the ump signal that it was wrong, he just says, ouch. Spell it out on the electronic board. I wonder if he did that deliberately, just so he can get his gag across the board. The ball's into the air. Calling for it is Kev Collins, uh, Collins at third base in foul territory. He takes it for the out. Bill Stoneman steps in now. Stoneman struck out in his only appearance in the third inning. Stoney not considered a fence buster. He's had a hit anyway. One hit in nine at-bats. A slow roller right back to Cardwell. And he throws him out at first. That's it for the Expos. In their half of the fifth inning, three up, three down, no runs, no hits, no mid errors, nobody left stranded. The score after five complete innings of play, still a two-all tie between the Expos and the Mets. You know, Major League Baseball has come to Montreal in a big way. Thousands of people of all ages are enjoying baseball at Jerry Park. The games are great, action-packed, filled with excitement for everybody, every minute of every game. And advanced ticket sales are available daily from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. here at Jerry Park. Tickets also are sold after the night games. Big League Baseball gets to people, all kinds of people. So get your tickets now and be assured of good seats for every game. Come on out and join the fun and don't miss seeing all the stars of the National League in action here at Jerry Park. And bring your family and friends along, too. Make it a baseball holiday. Get your tickets now. Remember, tickets are on sale every day, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. here at Jerry Park and immediately after night games. Box seats are $5, reserve seats $3.50 and $2.50. Bleacher seats are a dollar and a half for adults and a dollar for children. To take a moment to mention here that pretty soon now, and we'll be announcing it here, and I know you'll hear about it in the areas in which you are listening right now, there are going to be several exposed ticket offices opened up in the northeastern United States. The uh, exact locations, cities, and states will be passing along to you, but uh, we thank you for your patience, and rest assured that there will be several ticket offices opening in the northeastern U.S. very shortly. And uh, I would say probably within a week, uh, maybe ten days at the most. Uh, at any rate, stay tuned and uh, follow the action here on the network. Come on out to Jerry Park to see the games, and we'll keep you informed as soon as those ticket offices are opened in the northeastern United States. Russ? The attendance here is 7,741. The batter is Ken Boswell. All the uh, Mets in the top half of the sixth inning. Boswell 0 for 2. Hit into a double play. Takes the second pitch high and inside for ball 2. They asked a question 
who pitched the second no-hitter of the season. The answer's on the board. Maloney, of course, last night of Cincinnati. And now they just put up a message. The whole world knows who pitched the first no-hitter of 1969. Another inside pitch. The count is 3-0. and all. And the answer is standing down on the mound right now with a 3 and nothing count facing him on Ken Boswell, the Mets' second baseman. Well, Boswell will be looking in this one. He does. It's a call strike one. Three and one the count on Ken Boswell. Cleon Jones. Very dangerous Cleon Jones in the on-deck circle. The three and one pitch. Swung on on the ground of Sutherland. Nice play. Sutherland the first for the out. Sutherland had to move over to his left for that one and move rather quickly. He did and just sucked it up like a vacuum cleaner and fired it over to Don Clendenin at first base. This brings up Cleon Jones. Jones has been a troublemaker for the Expos, no question about that. He scored both uh, Met runs this afternoon. He singled in the second and scored uh, later on when he was forced in. Got down a third on the hit by Cranepool. And then the bases were loaded by Stoneman, and Stoneman walked Brody, forcing in Jones. First pitch is in there for call strike one. Then in his second appearance, he hit a tremendous blast, home run. To deep uh, left center field. More towards center, I guess, than, than left center. It was a long one, 415 feet away. And, of course, we know what he did last night. Hit that long triple and scored on a sacrifice fly. Pitches outside for ball one on that sacrifice fly by Greenpool. So Jones has hurt the Expos. He was kept uh, off the score sheet in the first game, going 0 for 4. The 1-on-1 pitch to Jones is high and outside for ball two. Greenpool in the on-deck circle. This ball game is tied up to all in the top half of the sixth inning. Stallman looks down at Bateman, gets his sign, and here's the two-and-one pitch. Line shot out of the center field, and Cleon Jones has his third hit of the afternoon. And that's the first hit off Bill Stallman since Jones homered in the third. And it's the fifth hit off Stoneman this afternoon. He lines a shot out in the center field. That brings up Cranepool. Cranepool had a single in the second. Ground of that, second to first in the third. Last night, he had uh, a single and a sacrifice fly. Of course, the day before, knocked in both runs with two home runs. The pitch to Cranepool is fouled on the ground along the first baseline. Strike one. Runner on first base is Cleon Jones. The Mets leave for Chicago following today's game. Maury Wills comes in from shortstop to uh, talk to Bill Stoneman. Probably going over a few of their defensive signals. Now Wills returns to his defensive position at short. 
and Stallman steps in the slab. The count is 0-1 on Crane Pool. Sonny knows he's got to be careful with this big Met first baseman. Left hand batter. That right field fence looks inviting to Big Crane Pool. Jones uh, throw to first. Jones back in plenty of time. See if uh, Jones uh, tries to go to second. He's got great speed. Another throw to first. And again, Jones is back in time. Clendenin holding him close to the bag now. Now Jones stretches his lead a little bit, a little bit more. Stallman watching him closely. The all-one pitch is outside for ball one. One ball and one strike. Stoney's got to keep a close eye on Cleon Jones at first base. This ball game is tied up to all. Stolen base was costly last night. Gaspar stole second and then came in on a single with the winning run. So there goes Jones. The ball hit foul down the line and lucky for the Expos it was. Cranepool mad at himself, shakes his head. A line shot down the first baseline, just about a fraction of an inch, I suppose about an inch, on this side of the foul line. Jones was off with the pitch. Well, the count is one and two. Stoney's got to keep a close eye on Leon Jones at first base. This ball game is tied up to all. Stolen base was costly last night. Gaspar stole second and then came in on a single with the winning run. So there goes Jones. The ball hit foul down the line and lucky for the Expos it was. Cranepool mad at himself, shakes his head. A line shot down the first baseline, just about a fraction of an inch, I suppose about an inch, on this side of the foul line. Jones was off with the pitch. Well, the count is one and two. One ball and two strikes with one out on Ed Cranepool. Jones is back now at the bag at first base. And downstairs, hollers for a double play. The throw to first. Jones back. The pitch is lined out into center field for a base hit. Jones makes the turn at second and holds up as Bosch fires into Maury Wills for the cutoff. Let's take 10 seconds to pause for station identification. This is your Expo Baseball Radio Network. At 103.1 on your FM dial, this is WHRL in Albany, New York. It's 5.30. Well, we've got runners on first and second with one out. And Ron Swoboda steps in, and again, Morty Will, or rather, uh, John Bateman this time, went up to uh, talk to Bill Stolman on the mound. You've got to be careful with Swoboda. He can hit the long ball. Swoboda hitting 320 for the Mets. 
Stallman taking loads of time up on the mound. He knows he's got to be careful. Wills uh, fakes Jones back to the bag. There goes Jones. There goes the throw. And they got him. Oh, boy. Can't understand it. Stallman was on the slab. And Jones started. He was a dead duck before Bill let that ball go, Dave. And it's ironic, too. Bill did not make a quick throw over there. Uh, it was almost as if the screams from the fans had to draw Bill's attention to the fact that Jones was running. Uh, Bill didn't spot him till Cleon was about two-thirds of the way down the line, but uh, Bill made a good quick throw over to LaVoy to get the runner. How cocky can a guy get? Jones went to third with Stallman still having the ball in his hand. Foul pitch. Jones broke for third, and Stallman hadn't even gone into his motion. He was just standing there, so he just glanced over. What is this guy trying to do? And fired it right over to Coco Lavoie, who put the tag on Cleon Jones. Well, that's a big out. Makes two out now, with Swoboda at the plate. The count is one and all. On Ron Svoboda. The pitch is high and outside for ball two. One and one the count. On Svoboda. Outfield playing him straight away in regular depth. The one and one pitch. He looks. Ball two. Svoboda was going to go for it and then just decided not to. Let it go by for ball two. Two and one. This ball game is tied up at two all. Ed Crane pulled the runner on first base with two out. Stoneman watching his man at first base. The two and one pitch. Swung on and fouled for strike two. Two and two the count. The crowd here at Jerry Park this afternoon. 7,700 and 41. Tomorrow night, the Pirates will be in town. Pirates will arrive in Montreal tonight. After closing off that series with St. Louis. They open three-game series. High outside for ball three. Full count now on Ron Svoboda. Tony takes his cap off and wipes his brow. Glances over toward first base. Bandana not holding him on the bag now with two out. Now Bandana sneaks over to the bag, then backs up behind Cranepool. Here's the pitch. On the ground, down to LaVoy, a nice stop by Coco. Long throw to first, gets away from Bandana. Cranepool heads for third, and Flavola gets second base. Well, that was a difficult throw for LaVoy to make as he snared that ball completely off balance, fired to first base, it bounced in front of Clendenin, and uh, Coco gets charged with the air on the throw. Wild throw by Coco LaVoy. is down to second, and... Greenpool goes all the way around to third. So, again, Stoney finds himself in trouble. Kev Collins steps in. Runners on first and uh, on second and third. That's uh, Swoboda on second. And Greenpool on third. Collins steps in. With two out. 
Score is tied two all. Collins is a left-hand batter. One official trip, and he grounded out to Don Clendon in his first base. He walked in the second inning. Tony watches his man at third, delivers his first pitch outside to Collins for ball one. Norman's next pitch. In there for call strike one. One and one the count. Gil Hodges, the manager of the New York Mets, was telling us before today's game that he was really impressed with Montreal. Impressed with the hospitality shown here. For all you folks down in the States listening to our broadcast and up in Ottawa, that's something you'll find in Montreal. Hospitality is spoken here. Two and one the count on Collins. And um, where some people have been critical of the field, not Gil Hodges. Gil said that he was surprised, pleasantly surprised, at the condition of the field, considering it's a new park. Pitch is low for ball three. Three and one. And the infield still is a, is a little rough, but uh, he hasn't seen any bad plays because of it. But nothing but praise from Gil Hodges. In there for call strike two on the three and one pitch. Tony knew he had to come in with it. And the take sign was on for Kev Collins. So the count is three and two with two out, runners in second and third, and the ball game is tied up two all. So another big pitch coming up from Bill Stoneman. He looks down at John Bateman, gets his sign, glances over to Ward Ed Cranepool, leading off third. The pitch is fouled. And that's the third uh, base on balls issued by Bill Stoneman in this ball game. Now this brings up Jerry Grody, and Grody has something to prove to manager Gil Hodges. Grody has been off to a disappointing start. He's hitting 235 right now for the Mets. Grody has knocked in eight runs this year. So with uh, ducks on the pond this time, he's a dangerous man. The pitch is in there for call strike one. On one the count. On Jerry Grody. Right hand batter. The strikes are loaded. Top half of the sixth inning. The pitch. In there for call strike two as Donnie moves way out of his man. On two, and you may be sure Stallman is not going to give Grody anything nice on this next pitch. And yet, who knows? Just try to nip that outside corner. The 0-2 pit, way outside for ball one. It's 1-2 and two now on Jerry Grody. Outfield playing him straight away. All three are motionless right now. Jones in left, Bosch in center, and Staub in right. Now Rusty moves in a few steps in right field. The 1-2 and two pitch. 
swung on. Line shot on the right field. Dobb goes back, takes it for the out. Well, Rusty moved a few steps just before the pitch, as we pointed out, and that's all he needed. He had played uh, Jerry Grody perfectly. For the Mets, in their half of the six, no runs on two hits, one expo error, three men left on base. Going into the bottom half of the sixth inning, still a two-all tie between the Mets and the Expos. We'll take a quick look at that scoreboard for you again. A couple of games this afternoon have been completed, both in the American League. Minnesota beats Seattle 4-1. to Boswell, the winner, Bell, the loser. For the Twins, four runs, 13 hits, and no errors. And for Seattle, one run, five hits, no errors. 4-1, to the Twins over Seattle. In the other day game played in the American League, Cleveland beat New York 6-2. to For the Indians, six runs, four hits, one error. New York, two runs, seven hits, two errors. Paul, the winner. Hamilton, the loser. Duke Sims hit a home run for Cleveland. 6-2, to the Indians over the Yankees at Yankee Stadium. Tonight in the American League, there's a twi-night affair. Chicago at Kansas City. Two other night games, Boston at Washington and Oakland at California. In the National League this afternoon, one other game going on. San Francisco trailing Los Angeles at Candlestick Park. The Dodgers three and the Giants nothing. They're in the fifth inning. Here are the totals after six innings. The Mets two runs and four hits and one error. Oh, bottom half of six inning, pardon me. Well, we'll bring you the total up to date after six complete innings. Right now, Mets have had two runs on six hits and one error. Expos, two runs on three hits and one error. The top of the batting order comes up. Looks like they have a drunk on the field they're trying to get rid of. He's wearing a one of these hard hats. An usher's trying to get him off the field. Standing with his hands in his pockets, he won't move. Now the usher finally convinces him, has to give him a gentle shove. The drunk doesn't like it. Frost swings at the first pitch, strike one, misses. Count is on one, Don Bosch. As Cardwell faces the top of the mid order. On the ground, Donna Harrelson is short. He gloves it. Over to first for the out. Boy, nothing much gets by that dumb, that uh, Bud Harrelson at shortstop. Brings up Maury Wills. Maury Wills hitting 163 going into this afternoon's game. Boy, Maury is in a terrible slump right now. Defensively, he's beginning to look like the Wills of old. Hardwell all set. The pitch to Wills is high for ball one. Rusty Staub in the on-deck circle. Hardwell looks down at Jerry Grody for a sign. The one and all pitch to Wills. He attempts a bunt. Grody falls over flat in his face and rolls a bit. It was fouled. May have hurt his knee. Still down on his knees. The Met trainer now gets up and runs over to home plate. Gil Hodges walking very slowly to the plate. 
the trainer down there checking with uh, Brody. It was an attempted bunt by Will. The ball fell foul right at the plate. Brody got up and just sort of rolled over and trying to feel it. He may have twisted his knee. The side of his knee, the trainer seems to be rubbing it a bit. Yep. He's up to his feet. Now does a few knee bends to see if it's all right. Hard to say just yet now. Gil Hodges looks with concern, but he's going to leave Grody in there. Probably says to Jerry, if it's bothering you, let me know, because Grody will have to spring if uh, Maury Will gets on. There's no question about that. He'll have to be at his best on that knee. He's down in the squatting position right now. Ready to resume play. Maury Wills at bat. The count is one on one with Will on Wills with one out. Maury batting left-handed. Hardwell all set. Will swings and pops it up in the air. Grody's up looking for it. To the left of home plate. Throws his mask away. Takes it for the out. Will pops out to Jerry Grody. Well, it'll be up to Rusty Staub here in the bottom half of the sixth inning. Rusty walked in the first and grounded out pitcher to first in the fourth inning. Rusty didn't get a hit last night. He walked twice and was out twice on ground balls. Davey Ford had one hit in the series. The first pitch to stop is in there for call strike one. So Rusty has had only one hit in this series so far. He'd like to tag one. Any kind of a hit for Mr. Stobb. He'll be happy and so will the Expos. The on one pitch. Inside, just below the knees. And the count is one and one and stop. Two out. Nobody on. Ball game all tied up at two off. Hardwell's got to be careful with Mr. Stobb. The one-and-one pitch. It's high for ball two. Rusty has walked 17 times this year. I haven't looked at the league statistics, but that's got to be right up near the top. Outfield playing him deep, particularly Swoboda in right field. Line shot in the left field. Jones moving over on the right. Oh, and they catch like Leon Jones on that uh, line shot by Rusty South the left field. Oh, on the dead run, Leon Jones just got his glove to it. Gets a fine round of applause from the fans here. The Expos, no runs, no hits, no mid airs, nobody left on. The score after six complete is still a two-all tie. Fans, this is the final game of a three-game series. Pittsburgh Pirates will be in here for the weekend. Then the Expos will make a short trip to Atlanta for two games. Then back to Montreal for a big nine-game homestand beginning May 9th, featuring the Cincinnati Reds, the Houston Astros, and the Atlanta Braves. This will be the first opportunity for Expos fans to see some of the teams of the Western Division. 
Tommy Helms, Pete Rose, the rest of the Cincinnati Reds will be here for a three-game series. Friday, May 9th at 8.05, Saturday, May 10th at 2.15, and Sunday, May 11th at 1.35. Then Harry the Hat Walker and his Houston Astros will be in town for a two-game series on Tuesday and Wednesday nights, the 13th and 14th. Following an open date on Thursday, the Atlanta Braves come in for a big four-game set. Make your plans and get your tickets now while there are plenty of good seats still available. Don't miss this exciting nine-game homestand featuring some of the teams of the Western Division. All right, here are the six-inning total. The Mets have had uh, two runs and four hits, one error. Exposed two runs, three hits, and one error. Stillman has struck out seven batters, walked three. Cardwell struck out one and issued one base on balls. And Don Cardwell will be the batter for the New York Mets to start off the seventh inning. Cardwell is 0 for 2. He was called out on strikes in the second, went down swinging in the pit. Right-hand hitter. Another gem of a game here today, tied up at 2-2. A curve and a strike to Cardwell. 0 and 1. Leon Jones hit a home run here today for the Mets. Don Clendenin and Max Jones have homered for the Expos. 2-2 ball game. Pitch low and outside. Ball one. One ball and one strike to Don Cardwell. Then we'll have Bud Harrelson and Rod Gaspar. Stoneman has the sign. Here's the windup of the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Stoneman has logged seven strikeouts in this one. Got Harrelson in the first. Struck out Swoboda and Cardwell in the second. Gaspar in the third. Grody in the fourth. Harrelson and Cardwell in the fifth. Here's the one-two. Cardwell in the seventh. He goes down swinging. Strikeout number eight for Bill Stoneman. One away, and the batter, Bud Harrelson. Left-hand hitter is 0 for 3 here today. Struck out twice. Hit into a fielder's choice to end the inning in the second. All tied up 2-2. Two to two. Mac Jones home run in the fourth. Tied it. First pitch low for a ball. Harrelson started the day batting 236. The fastball, low and inside, 2 and 0. Boy, we've had some great ball games here in this Mets series. All three of them have been real duels. Here's the windup in the pitch. Curve is low. Ball three. Three and oh to Harrelson. Grant, Kuzman, and Ryan all pitched well on the opening day of this series two days ago. Here's a strike on the outside corner. Three and one to Harrelson. Seaver and Wagoner last night, and now Stoneman and Cardwell here today. Steve Shea warming up in the Expos bullpen. 
The pitch from Stoneman low for ball four, and Stoneman and Bateman both had some thoughts about that call. Bateman talking a little bit with the plate umpire, Harry Wendelstadt. Harrelson draws a walk. It's the fourth walk given up by Bill Stoneman. One out, one on, Rod Gaspar the batter. One for three, singled in the first, called out on strikes in the third, flied to center in the fifth. Harrelson the runner now. See if Gaspar tries to move him up here with one out. The boy in on the edge of the grass at third base. Gaspar stepped out for a moment. Gaspar came to the park today hitting 214. There goes the runner, the pitch, a swing and a foul. Strike one. So Harrelson will make his way back. Gaspar looks up to the third base coach, Eddie Yost. Yost flashing signs. All right, Gaspar sets in now. Gets himself set. Leading off first, Harrelson. Stoneman with a look at the runner, and here's the 0-1 pitch. Swing and a bouncer goes to the right side. Clendenin up with it. The play is to first, and they get Gaspar. Harrelson moves down to second. Gaspar is out 3-1. to Clendenin to Stoneman covering. And Harrelson now at second base with two outs, and the batter will be Ken Boswell. Stoneman's retired him three times this afternoon. He hasn't had a ball out of the infield, hit into a double play, and grounded out twice. Left-hand hitter. McGinn has gone out to start warming up, too, with Steve Shea in the Expo bullpen. Stoneman with a look at... Harrelson at second. Here's the pitch and a strike called on Boswell. Check with uh, trainer Joe Lissio today. See how all the Expos were doing physically. No big problems. Everybody's in pretty good shape. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Low and outside. Ball one. One and one to Boswell. A 2-2 ball game here in the top of the seventh. The Mets and the Expos all tied up. And the Mets have got Harrelson at second base with two outs. One and one, the count on Boswell. The pause, and now the pitch. The curve for a strike. One and two. That's the pitch that Stoneman was not getting over for strikes in the early part of this game. said a couple of the boys had some very minor colds, but nothing serious. Mike Wagner's arm was a little tender after last night's game. He was soaking his arm in ice when I went in to see Joe today, but Mike won't miss his next turn. Here's the 1-2 pitch. Swung on and foul off to the left. So the count remains a ball and two strikes. Thank you. 
Expos have one victory over the Mets. That was opening day, the 8th of April, when the season got started. The Mets have since won four straight. So the Expos want this one badly this afternoon, tied up here 2-2 two to two in the seventh inning. A look at the runner. Here's the 1-2 pitch. Outside, ball two. Here at Jerry Park, the Expos are two and six. Beat the Cardinals one, and they've beaten the Cubs in one game. the 2-2 pitch just missed the inside corner up around the letters and Bill Stoneman was a little upset with that call three balls and two strikes a full count with two outs and a runner at second Boswell the batter Cleon Jones is on deck and you know that Bill Stoneman doesn't want to have to face him here with a runner on let alone with two on Here's the 3-2 pitch. Strikes him out with a uh, well foul tip. Sorry, got away from John Bateman. It was off John's uh, right shin guard. So Boswell stays alive. Three and two with two outs. Los Angeles leading San Francisco this afternoon. The Dodgers just trailed the Giants by one game in that Western Division of the National League. Here's the pitch inside for ball four. Boswell draws a walk. Two walks given up in the inning now to place runners at first and second with two outs. Fifth walk issued by Bill Stoneman. And the batter will be Cleon Jones, who's gone three for three. John Bateman's out to the mound to talk to Stoneman. Cleon Jones. goes out of the mound now. John Bateman walked up to talk to Bill Stoneman. And now Mark is out there on the hill to talk to his right-hander to see if everything's all right. Uh, apparently everything is. Gene ran out and now runs right back into the dugout. Cleon Jones, the only Met to have played in all 21 games. He's hit safely in 12 of his last 13 games. Batting 4-10, coming into this one, he's gone 3-for-3 three three today, including a home run. Here's the pitch. A curveball broke beautifully. Right across the letters. 0-1. He really had Jones ducking on that pitch. A 2-2 game, and the Mets have got runners at first and second with two outs here in the top of the seventh. Cleon Jones, right-hand hitter, hit his home run here in the third to left. Stoneman's 0-1 pitch swung on in a high foul out of play to the right. Way down the right field line. Nothing in two to Cleon. He made a great catch of Rusty Stobbs line drive. In the last inning out there in left field, he's playing pretty good ball here. 
Cleon. Outfield straight away. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball one. One ball, two strikes. Dan McGinn, the left-hander. Steve Shea, the right-hander, warming up in the Expos bullpen. Maury Wills comes to the mound to talk to Stoney, and John Bateman has gone out to the hill. The three of them talk things over out there. One and two to the hitter, Cleon Jones. I would imagine that John Bateman is going over with Bill Stoneman very carefully. The pitch or pitches that he wants to make to Jones now that he's out in front one and two. This is no time for a mistake. John probably just wanted to go over things with Bill as to how they want to pitch to Cleon Jones. Ready for the one-two. Here it comes. Low and outside. The ball bounces away from Bateman off to the right side and the runners move up. A wild pitch. Advances Boswell to second, Harrelson to third. So now, first base is open. Takes away the force. Two and two to Jones. Stoneman is ready to go to work. Looking to Bateman, he has the sign. A quick look at the runner. Here's the pitch, a fastball. Just missed the outside corner. Three and two. And John Bateman again has a little conversation with Harry Wendelstead. Stoney made a pretty good pitch. what happens with this 3-2 pitch now with two outs. Here it comes. It's low and outside. Get us away from Bateman back behind the plate, but Stoneman covers quickly, and the runner will hold at third base. But Harrelson. Harrelson was mad at himself, Dave. Uh, he wasn't looking as that ball got away from Bateman when he looked and realized that it got away from Bateman. He sort of stamped his foot was kind of uh, mad at himself for not going. Let's take time out for station identification. This is the Expos Baseball Radio Network. It looks like Roy Face is going to be coming on. It will be Roy Face, who had just gotten up. We talked with Roy about this the other day when we had him on our pregame show. It doesn't take him long to warm up at all. He had thrown earlier in this game, too. So Elroy Face is going to be brought on to try to get out of this jam now that the bases are loaded with two outs here in the top of the seventh in a 2-2 ball game. So that will be it for Bill Stoneman. And coming on is Elroy Face. Well, Stoney got himself into a lot of trouble here in the seventh inning. This is what happened. He got Cardwell, his eighth strikeout victim of the afternoon. Then the trouble started when he walked Bud Harrelson. 
Jasper grounded out for the second out. He walked uh, Boswell. Boswell and Harrelson advanced in the wild pitch, and then he walked Leon Jones, and we have the bases loaded with two outs. And that's the situation right now facing Elroy Faith as he steps in. We thought uh, for a while that he would bring in the uh, the left-hander to face uh, Ed Cranepool, the uh, the big left-hand hitter, and that could still happen once uh, once Cranepool steps in. He can always pull Faith up and come in with his other left-hander or his left-hander, uh, Dan McGinn. We'll have to wait and see. But Faith will uh, will be pitching to Ed Cranepool, left-hand hitter, and Cranepool has been murdered of the expos in this series so far. Bill Stoneman went six and two-thirds innings. He gave up two runs earned, a total of six hits. He walked six, struck out eight, committed one wild pitch. And he leaves with the bases loaded here and two outs in the top of the seventh, this 2-2 ball game. Elroy Face comes on to make his second appearance for the Expos. He worked one inning last night. Gave up one hit, and that's all. No damage done against Roy Face in the ninth. Or rather, the night before, I said last night. A swing and a foul tip at the plate by Ed Crane Bull, strike one. Roy Face, veteran right hander. Greenpool is two for three, got a hit in the second, grounded out in the third, base hit to center in the sixth. Five of the Mets, six hits, are owned by Jones and Cranepool between them. Bases loaded. Harrelson at third, Boswell at second, Jones at first. Here's the windup by Roy. The pitch outside, check swing by Cranepool. One ball and one strike. Mets got two hits in two innings. They got a couple of hits to produce a run in the second. Two hits in the sixth. They left the bases loaded. Pitch is cut on and a high foul down to the right. Out of play. One ball and two strikes. A Roy Faith now. Bearing down on Ed Cranepole. He can end this inning with one pitch. Three walks by Bill Stoneman loading the bases. After striking out the pitcher, Don Cardwell, he walked Harrelson. Gaspar grounded out to first. Then Boswell and Jones drew walks. One-two. Here it comes. Swung on. Ground ball. Right side. Sutherland has it. Throw to first. That's all for the Mets. Face came on and did the job. He retired Ed Greenpool and the Mets leave the bases loaded. No runs. No hits. No errors. And three left. And the score at the end of six and a half here at Jerry Park. The Expos two and the Mets two. Well, folks, I only wish you could see the scene back of the Expos' dugout. The crowd stood up and gave Elroy Face a standing ovation for getting dangerous Ed Greenpool out, grounding out second to first to end that rally with the bases loaded in the top half of the seventh inning. 
You can see why Gene Mark wanted Elroy faced so badly, likewise General Manager Jim Fanning, for situations such as we've just witnessed. The base is loaded with two out. Come in and make the one pitch. So Facer likely will take to the hill to, uh, to pitch uh, the next time Mets come to bat in uh, their half of the eighth inning. We'll wait and see. Lefty Dan McGinn was warming up, but uh, so far there's nothing wrong with Elroy Face. He got the only man he uh, had to face in the seventh inning, a real clutch situation for the 41-year-old relief hurler picked up uh, by the Montreal Expos as a free agent. Uh, Elroy Face was uh, dropped by the Detroit Tigers and was a free agent signed by the Expos last weekend. And that signing certainly has paid off this afternoon so far. The uh, scoreboard, the message board says, Bill Stoneman, you are great. You too, Elroy Face. The batter will be the Expos left fielder, Mac Jones. Hit a home run his last time up to tie this game. That was in the fourth. The last hit we've gotten off Cardwell. Bottom of the seventh, a 2-2 ball game. Mac, a left-hand hitter. Cardwell's pitch. Curve bounces way out in front of the plate. About three feet in front of the plate. Ball one. Cardwell looks to Grody for the sign. The outfield straight away and deep for Mac Jones. Here's the pitch. Swing and a hard hit ball to the right side. Making a nice play on it is the second baseman Boswell. The throw to first. And Jones is retired. Boswell had to go quickly to his left, back on the edge of the grass, backhanded it, and made the throw to Cranepole to retire. Mac Jones. One away, and the batter, Don Glendennon, one for two. He hit his home run in the second. Got on on an error on Kevin Collins, the New York third baseman in the fourth. Right-hand hitter. Glendennon batting 282 at game time. Here's the pitch, cut on, and a hard bouncing ball. Collins at third, up with it. The throw to first is down in the dirt, and they just did get Clendenin as Cranepole dug it out. Two away. And that brings Coco LeBoy to the plate. One for two. Just three hits given up by Don Cardwell. The single by LaVoy off the glove of Collins and the two home runs, Clendenin and Jones. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball one. Oh, with nobody on and two outs. You know that LaVoy is going to be looking for something that he can get it, really get a hold of. The pitch. On the outside corner, a slider. One and one. The boy would like to have taken a cut at that pitch. He was a little bit upset with himself that he let it go. Here's the one-one. Swung on and a hard ground ball. Collins can't get it. It's down the left field. 
Leon Jones up with the ball. The throw is not in time. A stand-up double for Coco Lavoy. The fourth hit off Don Cardwell is Lavoy's second of the afternoon. A double down the left field line. For Coco, his eighth double. And he leads the club in that department. So Gary Sutherland has got an opportunity here with two outs. Lavoy in scoring position at second base. Well, in the event we get something going here with two down, McGinn is going to warm up again down in the bullpen. We get a pinch hitter for Elroy Face. A 2-2 tie. The pitch. Low and outside, ball one. No activity in the New York bullpen. It's been quiet down there all afternoon. Sutherland is 0 for 2, grounded out twice. Cardwell looks at LeBoy at second. The pitch is cut on and popped up. First base side. Brody is back off of the mask over near the dugout. He makes the catch. That's it for the Expos. No runs, one hit. LeBoy's double. No errors, one man left. The score at the end of seven here at Jerry Park remains Montreal 2, New York 2. Folks, the National League is just packed with some of the great performers of baseball. As we've mentioned so many times, Willie McCovey and Willie Mays and Juan Marichal of the New York Giants, along with Gaylord Perry. Well, the uh, uh, New York, the New York Giants, the San Francisco Giants, of course. Well, the San Francisco Giants will be in Montreal June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Perhaps you're a Hank Aaron fan. Well, you'll be able to see Hank Aaron along with Orlando Cepeda and the Atlanta Braves, when they come to Montreal, the Atlanta Braves will be playing here May 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th. So here's your opportunity to see some of the great stars of the National League in action here at Jerry Park. Now, for those of you listening to us down the line who do not own a National League schedule, you may obtain one by writing to the Montreal Expos Baseball Club, 1010 St. Catherine Street West, Montreal, or by writing to the station to which you are listening. Well, it's the top half of the eighth inning. Elroy Face takes his place on the mound. He'll be pitching to Ron Swoboda, first man up for the New York Mets in the top of the eighth. And we're all tied up two to two. Well, this afternoon at Candlestick Park in San Francisco, Don Sutton pitched a one-hit shutout against the San Francisco Giants. Los Angeles 5, San Francisco nothing. A one-hitter by Don Sutton. Sadecki, the loser. got an announcement here in the press box that said for the information of the scoreboard operator there's no W in Mazeroski the scoreboard had flashed a sign up saying that Matty Alou Bill Mazeroski and the stars of the Pirates will be here this weekend pitch is low and outside to Swoboda ball one from Roy Face so they made the announcement here to check the W in Mazeroski right hander warms up in the New York bullpen Ron Taylor. Stoneman rubbing up a new ball. Swoboda 
Collins and Grody here in the top of the eighth for the Mets. And if they get down to Cardwell, we'll see a pinch hitter. Base delivers outside. Ball two. Two and oh. Swoboda's 0 for 3. Got on in an error on LeBoy in the sixth. The pitch swung on and missed. Fastball. Two and one. Swoboda waiting. Elroy's got the sign. His wind-up and pitch is cut on and a line drive to right field. Staub is there and he's got it. One away. The batter will be Kevin Collins, who has walked twice. Left-hand hitter. He grounded out once, so officially he's 0 for 1. Well, right now it's between Elroy Face and Don Cardwell. With this one tied in the eighth. One out, nobody on. Face to the windup, the pitch. Swung on, ground ball. Sutherland has got it. Throw to Clendenin at first in time. Two away. Well, the fans love to see Elroy put him down. Canadian Ron Taylor is warming up in the Mets bullpen. Ron is from Toronto. So uh, he'll likely uh, see some action here at Jerry Park, his first Major League ball game in Canada. Yes, he'll feel pretty happy about that, a lot happier if he can stop the Expos. Right now, Cardwell is in the on-deck circle, and uh, if Grody's retired, I would imagine Cardwell will stay. Here's the pitch to Grody. He swings and misses the fastball. Strike one. Two outs. No one on. Outfield is straight away for Grody, who walked his first time up in the second, struck out in the fourth, and lined out to stop in the sixth. The pitch, the fourth ball for a strike. Nothing in two to Jerry Grody. His pitch swung on and a bounder goes to the right again. Sutherland up with it. Throw to first and the side's retired. One, two, three. The Roy Face has come on to put him down with nothing across. The score as we go to the Expo half of the eighth inning. Montreal two and New York two. All right, checking our outside scoreboard out at Candlestick Park in San Francisco. As mentioned by Dave, Don Sutton pitched a one-hitter for the Dodgers as they defeated the Giants for the score of 5 to nothing. For the Dodgers, five runs, 12 hits, and one error. For the Giants, no runs on one hit and one error. Sutton's third victory of the season against two defeats. Ray Sadecki was the loser for the Giants. His record right now is 2-2. Two and two. That was the only National League game this afternoon. Tonight in the National League, St. Louis will play at Pittsburgh, San Diego at Atlanta, and Houston at Cincinnati. And immediately following that game at Forbes Field in Pittsburgh, the Pirates will leave for Montreal, where they open the weekend series against the Expos here tomorrow night starting at 8.05. In the American League this afternoon, Cleveland defeated the Yankees 
six to two. Paul the winner. Hamilton the loser. Minnesota defeated Seattle four to one. Boswell the winner. Bell the loser. Well, in the bottom half of the eighth inning, it's a two-all tie still between the Mets and the Expos. What a series these two teams are playing. A hard-fought series as they force the games right down to the wire. First man up for the Expos will be catcher John Bateman. We might also mention that the lights have been turned on here at Jerry Park, although the sun is still shining brightly. Bateman, the pitcher Roy Face, and then Don Bosch, Don Cardwell, the lineup and pitch, swung on and missed, strike one, Bateman today 0 for 2, flied to center, fouled out to the third baseman, Collins, his last time up, that was in the fifth, Cardwell's given up just four hits here this afternoon, the Mets have out hit the Expos, 6-4, but the game tied 2-2. Swing and a foul tip. 0-2 to John. We've got uh, somebody just loosening an arm up down in the Expos bullpen. It's not a pitcher, but I can't tell uh, who it is. Not Ty Klein either. Well, you've got two catchers. I think Ron Brand is one of them because I see a catcher's mitten both players. The pitch to Bateman. Line drive, left center, base hit. Up with the ball, Cleon Jones, and John Bateman is aboard. His first hit of the afternoon. Hit number five off Don Cardwell. What you're going to see now is Manny Mola running for John Bateman. I think this is the reason why we've had those two catchers warming up in the Expos bullpen. That's right. Bateman leaves the ball game. Manny Mola will run for John Bateman on first base. He represents the lead run in this ball game. Mola the runner. The batter, Roy Face. So we'll see if Roy can move Mota down to second. A 2-2 game. Bateman single puts Mota on the attempted punt, and Mota's caught off first base, and they get him. Roy Face squared around, missed the ball. Manny Mota had started to dig for second, and when Face missed the ball, Mota had to try to get back to first and Grody threw him out. Grody to Cranepool. So there's nobody on and one out, and Roy faced the batter. The pitch is cut on and a bouncer back to the mound. Cardwell has it. The throw to first, two away. Well, that quieted things down here considerably. like the Expos had something going as Bateman lined a single to left center. Manny Mota took over as the runner and on the pitch Roy Face squared around the bunt. Roy's pretty upset. He missed the ball and Mota was caught off first base. The batter, Don Bosch with two outs. 0 for 3. The pitch for a strike. 
Bosch batting left against the right-hander Cardwell. Don grounded out in the first, flied out in the third, grounded out again in the sixth. Cardwell, that slow windup, the pitch is cut on a looper back behind uh, shortstop. Going back there is Harrelson. He gets under it and makes the catch. So that's all for the Expos here in the eighth. So what looked like uh, something cooking for Montreal backfired. Nothing across. Well, a hit. No runs, one hit, no errors, nobody left. And the score as we go to the ninth remains Montreal 2, New York 2. Well, the match leaves for Chicago immediately following this uh, series ender with the Montreal Expos this evening. Then uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates come to town for a weekend series starting tomorrow night at 8.05, Saturday afternoon at 2.15, and Sunday afternoon at 1.35. After the Mets and Pirates uh, leave town, then the Expos will go on a two-game road trip uh, to Atlanta uh, where they'll meet the Atlanta Braves. Then they'll return to Montreal for a big nine-game homestand beginning May 9th, featuring the Cincinnati Reds, the Houston Astros, and the Atlanta Braves. This will be the first opportunity for Expo fans to see the exciting teams of the Western Division in action. That means uh, some of the top stars of the Western Division, like Hank Aaron and Pete Rose and Tommy Helms and Johnny Bench and Orlando Cepeda. We'll see them all in action next weekend here at Jerry Park in Montreal. So all you folks down the line in the States and up in Ottawa, make sure you make your reservations now to come see the Expos in action against the Western Division. Well, we've got uh, a new catcher in there. John Bacabella will replace John Bateman behind the plate in this ball game. Bacabella taking over from Bateman, who was replaced by a pinch runner in the top of the ninth. All right, Don Cardwell struck out three times. Right-hand hitter. And Roy Face, who came on in the seventh. With the bases loaded, retired Ed Cranepool to end the inning. Put the Mets down one, two, three in the eighth. Now here we are in one of those ninth innings, tied up two to two. Swing and a miss, strike one. Harrelson on deck and then Gaspar. Outfield is not deep, pretty much straight away. The center fielder Bosch, a couple of steps toward left center. The pitch to Cardwell. Low outside, ball one. One ball and one strike. Throwing in the New York bullpen, Nolan Ryan. We saw him here the first day. Don't particularly care to see him today. The fourth ball for a strike call. One and two. I was going to say, when you mentioned Ryan, I said, that's just lovely. That's all we need is Nolan Ryan. Two strikes to Don Cardwell. Here's the pitch by face and a line drive dropped by LaVoy, picked up by Wills, throw to first. It is in time. A great play by Maury Wills. A line drive was dropped by Coco LaVoy. It scooted to Coco's left. Maury picked it up, had to make a quick throw and did and got Cardwell on a close play at first. And Yogi Berra is a little bit upset. He's having a few words with Ken Burkhardt, the first base umpire. That goes five to six to three for the put out on Cardwell. 
Wills was really awake on that play. He didn't give up on it. It looked like the runner would get there in time, but Wills most quickly recovered the ball and fired it over to first base. Left-hand hitter, Bud Harrelson. 0 for 3 and a walk. Pitches down low from pace. Ball one. That was a big play. Bears still talking. Gaspar is on deck. One out, nobody on. The pitch, down low, ball two. Two balls and no strikes. The message board says that last play was not in the script. Nobody could write the ninth innings we have. The nervy ninths. The 2-0 pitch. Low on the outside corner for ball three. And Roy Face is down off the front of the mound. And uh, John Bacabell is also talking with the plate umpire. Three and nothing to the batter, Bud Harrelson. One out, nobody on. Here's the wind-up by face. The pitch for a strike. Three and one. Wendell Stad just a moment ago looked over toward the Expos dugout. I think he might be hearing a few things from that direction. Here's a bouncer to LaVoy at third. The throw to first base. That's all for Harrelson. LaVoy was playing in on the edge of the grass. Made a nice stop of the ball. Two away. The batter, Rod Gaspar, one for four. Got a hit in the first. Then he was called out on strikes in the third. Flied to center in the fifth. Grounded out to Clendenin in the seventh. Two away, nobody on. Right side of the infield is back for this left-hand hitter. Outfield is not too deep. Here's the pitch. On the inside corner, a strike. Gaspar shortened up a bit. 0-1. Things are a little tense here in the ninth with this game tied 2-2. Here's the pitch. Gaspar swings and misses. Strike two. 0-2. that pitch John Bacabella stood up quickly and fired that ball back to face and Gaspar made a move that he should not have made he stepped out in front of the plate that ball just whizzed by his ear face is ready here's the 0-2 pitch missed the outside corner a ball and two strikes tried to get Gaspar to reach for one fielder Don Bosch is around in right center and not deep. Here's the 1-2 pitch. Swung on and bounced foul behind first. 
And the count remains a ball and two strikes. Let's take ten seconds for station identification. This is the Expos Baseball Radio Network. At 103.1 in your FM dial, this is WHRL in Albany at 630. 6.30. 6.30. All right, with two outs and nobody on here in the top of the ninth, and the game tied 2-2, two to two, the count is a ball and two strikes on the New York Mets center fielder Rod Gaspard. Elroy Face on the mound. The little right-hander winds it up. The pitch, swing and a miss, strike three. Face struck him out. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. We go to the Expo half of the ninth. Montreal two, New York two. Well, folks, this Expo baseball team certainly can give you a lot of excitement in their ball game. Elroy Face again receiving a standing ovation from the fans back of the Expo's dugout as he walks slowly in to sit on the bench for a well-deserved rest. Face coming on hasn't given up a hit in the relief pitching that uh, he has uh, been doing since taking over from Bill Stoneman. But this is the kind of excitement you'll see at all Expo ball games. The Expos, the expansion club in the National League, certainly are not looking like an expansion club this year. They've been involved in a lot of games, a lot of games they should have won. I think, as Dave was mentioning at the outset, the Expos have dropped something like seven games by one run. And here we go into the bottom half of this Derby ninth. The score is tied up at two all. So there's plenty of excitement here. Not one person out of the crowd of 7,741 has bothered to leave the ballpark. They know the score is tied two all. And the uh, part of the batting order, it's the meat of the Expo batting order coming up. Maury Wills will be leading off for the Expos to be followed by Rusty Staub and Mac Jones and possibly Don Clendenin and Coco LaVoy. So let's see what happens as we go into the bottom half of the Nervy Ninth. All right, here's the guy that's due to get on base. Maury Wills is 0 for 3. Grounded out twice, fouled out to the catcher. Batting left against Don Cardwell. Two. Cardwell's pitch. Low outside. Ball one. President John McHale of the Montreal Expos watching this game. Box seat just to the right of the Expos dugout down on the front row. Here's the pitch for long and it's a base hit up the middle for Maury Wills. Hit number six off Cardwell. Single to center. Okay, Mr. Manager, what will you do right now? Bottom half of ninth inning, Maury Wills is on first base. Rusty Staub, your power hitter, is at the plate. Will he bunt or will he swing? I'd like to see Rusty just end this one quickly. With Wills on at first, Staub at the plate, 0 for 2 with a walk, left hand hitter. the stretch, a look at the runner, the pitch to stop, down low for a ball. Rusty shortened up. A ball and no strikes. Mac Jones is on deck. 2-2 ball game. Outfield straight away for stop, right fielder Swoboda deep. 
Wills takes his lead. Here's the pitch. Stop. Swings away. A comebacker to the mound. Throw to second. Is in time to get Wills, and that's the only play they'll get. Cardwell just spun around prior to the shortstop, Harrelson, and they got Maury Wills. The ball was hit hard, but right at the pitcher. So Staub hits into a fielder's choice. There's one out. Staub is now the runner at first. Wills is out. And it'll be Mac Jones coming to the plate. One for three. A home run in the fourth that tied this one up at two to two. Cardwell has been very tough with men on base. He hasn't had the situation that often, but when he has had it, he's been tough. Mack is a left-hand hitter. Batting 347 at game time. One out. Stop is on. A lefty and a righty throwing in the Met bullpen. Cardwell to the stretch. The pitch. Low. Ball one. On deck is Don Clendenin. Infield at double play depth. Mack waiting. Cardwell looking down. He has the sign he wants. Holds at the waist. The pitch. Low. Ball two. Boy, we're due to win one in the bottom of the ninth, Russ. Sure hope so. We're due, and I hope it's today. 2-0 to Mac Jones. Staub leading off first. Cardwell looks at the runner, his pitch, swing and a miss. Two balls and a strike. Max stepped out for a moment. He's back in there now. Here's the pitch. One on, and here's a line drive. Sinking fast for it. Left center. It drops in there. Stop is going to dig for third. Here comes the throw. Kevin Collins, the third baseman, is over there. The Expos have runners at second and third. 
with one out in the bottom of the ninth and the game tied two to two. The scoreboard says Mack and Rusty, nice going. Certainly was nice going. A close play at third base, a stop slide was just in time. Kev Collins, the Mets third baseman, raised a storm with the umpire at third base, uh, Lee Ware, but to no avail. And we have runners in second and third with Don Clendenin stepping to the plate, Topol LaVoy in the on-deck circle, and only one out. Let's see if Big Don can end it now. Just a long fly ball will score the run. They're going to walk Clendenin. They're going to put him on. Don Clendenin is going to be walked, and they're going to pitch to Coco LaVoy. With one out and first base open, they want a man on first. Clendenin is going to be intentionally walked here. It'll be the second walk given up by Cardwell. And it'll bring Coco LaVoy to the plate. The bases are loaded. One out. Infield, a double play depth now. LaVoy at the plate. The runner at third for Rusty Staub is Ron Brand. At second, Mac Jones. At first, Don Clendenin. What a ball game we've had here today. Jerry Grody motioning to the outfield to come in. With one out, they realize that a hit will win the ball game. A fly ball. Could win it if it's hit deep enough, but the outfield is going to move in to try to cut down anything that gets through. One out, 2-2 two, two ball game. The pitch to LaVoy. Low outside, hit the outside corner. Strike one call. Oh and one to Coco, looking to Peanuts Lowry for the sign. Brand, the runner at third. Jam. The big right-hander to wind up. The pitch is cut on a high fly ball. This should be the ball game. Back in left center. Under it is Gaspar. He makes the catch. Here comes the throw. Here comes Brand. Brand is home free. The ball game is over. The Expos win it on a sacrifice fly by Coco Lavoy. Lavoy drives in the winning run as Ron Brand scores on a fly ball to left center. on base. The final score here at Jerry Park. The Expos 3, the Mets 2. I'll be back with the totals in one minute. Well, folks, uh, far from all the excitement that you'll uh, find at Expo Ball Games at Jerry Park, there's special fun days, music, entertainment, and excitement at every Expo Ball Game here at Jerry Park this year. Good times for everybody. Fun and music before and during every game. And a whole cavalcade of special days and nights is being planned. Ladies' days, camera days, tea nights, bat day, father and son night, ball day, know your neighbor night, also cap day. So get with the big league happenings at every Expos ball game this season. Major League Baseball is here in a big way. Everybody's getting tickets for Expos baseball. They're now on sale near you. You can get yours in minutes via the TRS computers 
They'll do the work for you. They'll select the ticket in the price range and the section you request. So there's no reason why you can't get in on the fun of the action here at Jerry Park this year. Just locate the nearest ERS computer near you and have your ticket punched out in the section and price range you request. Wow, what a ball game this one was. As the Expos pull it off, again taking the last game in a series to prevent from being blanked by the New York Mets who won the first two games. A lot of heroes in today's ball game. And here with a wrap-up and to tell you about some of those heroes, Dave Van Horn. All right, Ross, here's the line score on the game. For the Expos, three runs, seven hits, one error. They left four men on base. For New York, two runs, six hits, one error, and six men were left on base. The winner in relief of starter Bill Stoneman, Roy Face, now 1-0 with the Expos. Faced seven men, retired them all, struck out one, pitching two and a third innings. The losing pitcher, Don Cardwell, is now 0-4. He wound up working eight and one-third innings. There was one out when the winning run was scored. With the bases loaded, a sacrifice fly to left center by Coco LaBoy, Ron Brand, who was running for Rusty Staub, scored from uh, third base, and that was the ball game. A 3-2 victory for the Expos, who, as we were mentioning, were long overdue to win one in the night. So in one-run games, it's their third victory. It's the tenth one-run game these Expos have played. Their second victory of the year over the New York Mets. The Mets take the series, however, two games to one. For the Expos, their eighth victory on the season. And as far as the standings are concerned, New York is now 9-12, and 12, and Montreal 8-13. and 13. We'll have more on the wrap-up in one minute. Well, folks, the Expos yearbook has been off the press for a few weeks now, and it is available by mail. This 68-page color book is something to behold. All the information on all your heroes with the Montreal Expos. Coco LaVoy, the big hero in this afternoon's game, with that sacrifice fly to knock in the winning run, is in the Expo yearbook. You'll get the whole story on Coco, plus a picture of him. Also, the centerfold of the Expo yearbook has a beautiful color picture of the Montreal Expos. Also in the yearbook, complete details in all departments of the Expos baseball club. Interesting sketches about the club's trainer, Joe Lizio, physician, Dr. Bob Roderick, and equipment manager, Harvey Stone. You'll also have available information on how to obtain Expos souvenirs and novelties by mail. Ticket ordering information and a detailed seating diagram of Jerry Park is in the Expos souvenir yearbook, and you can keep it handy for easy reference all season long. Then the dollar twenty-five to yearbook, Jerry Park, Montreal, for your copy. Home runs this afternoon. Don Clendenin hit one for the Expos in the second. Nobody on. Mac Jones hit one in the fourth that tied it up at two to two. Nobody was on base when Mac hit his. Cleon Jones homered for the Mets in the third. The starter was Bill Stoneman, who went six and two-thirds innings, not involved in the decision as Roy Face came on in relief and picked up the win. Don Cardwell 
as we mentioned, was the losing pitcher for New York. So, on Coco LaBoy's sacrifice fly in the ninth, Ron Brand crossed the plate. He was running for Rusty Staub. And uh, Jones, Clendenin, LaBoy pick up the three RBIs this afternoon for the Expos. Cleon Jones and Jerry Grody drove in runs for New York. A 3-2 Expo victory over the New York Mets. Well, that's just about it. We ask now that you stay tuned on most of these stations for the baseball scoreboard coming up next. This is the Expo's Baseball Radio Network.